Hello, hello, and welcome to Intentional Sounding. It's the Draw Play Podcast. I'm your host, Draw Play Dave Rapoccio. With me, as always, is the personal embodiment of that feeling you get when you're most of the way through a Sudoku puzzle and you realized you fucked up. Sam Grizzis! Oh, man. I've been playing uh, Picross lately, and it's like Sudoku for people who don't like numbers. And it's... I, I know that feeling very, very well. It's the same thing when you, like, make an assumption you shouldn't have made or, like, you didn't realize you were making an assumption and you built the whole puzzle off of that. It's fucking awful. And uh, I hate it. I am a personal victim of the Sudoku puzzle problem because I do a lot of them when I am uh, on the john, how, how I guess you could say, but... We can get to that a little bit later. Oh yeah, we we have we have hashtag John talk this week. <laughs> hashtag John talk. <laughs> so we had some news this past week. We actually Not, did, yeah. We we had some news. Uh, nothing really major outside. But no, nothing really major. And the one most important thing that happened actually is kind of like stupid. Yeah, but we'll yeah. get to that. So we're just gonna start with. We'll just go topic by topic here. We'll start with probably the funniest thing to me is that Gino mm-hmm. Smith pulled a Brandon Marshall. Yep. And he's now a New York Giant. He's now a Giant. No New Switch York football teams giant. without leaving the building. Every time we mention Gino Smith, we have to I have to say this cuz I agree with my brother. I still I still think he he never got a shot, man. And I still think he I I don't know. I feel like he could be good. So I'm I'm excited to see uh, him possibly like be an okay backup. And... That's the best he's gonna be. I yeah, think yeah, which he's is got fine. Which is fine. Which is fine. Right. But like, but I don't. He he's become Geno Smith has kind of become a Sanchez esque joke, and I think it's undeserved. So it, for him to kind of linger on the bench a little bit, be a backup, see see like ten snaps over the course of a season. And do good things with them and, you know, maybe shed a little bit of his reputation. Not the worst thing in the world for his career. Not not at all. It's, and and, and here's the thing. To Eli he's not, going, he's not going to see the field for three years at minimum if he right, stays on the right. side. If, if Eli doesn't get hurt. Eli. He, yeah. he, he doesn't get hurt. He, he's a weeble wobble. He just gets knocked down. He gets back up and makes a dumb face. Yep. That's that's yep. all Eli does. He does not get hurt. So Gino Smith, he's going to be effectively this. He's got the sweetest job in the world. Yeah, He's going to get true. paid backup quarterback money to do nothing. He, he never has to worry about really doing anything. And if he gets in the field... If he gets on the field, he's going to have much better weapons to throw to, uh, including one he kind of sort of knows already in Brandon yeah. Marshall. Yeah, So for sure. he's going to be, like, G- this is a good situation for Geno Smith. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I heard the Browns were slightly interested in Geno Smith, and uh-huh. even Geno Smith's like, no. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah. well, would you, yeah, would you want to? Like, no. He might, he I, might I could start stay in this Browns, exact I building. To, I don't yeah. have to move. I could go yeah. to a much better team. I could learn under a better quarterback. I wouldn't have to compete with uh, the Amish Rifle, who, yeah. by the way, still doesn't have a team, and no <laughs> one seems interested in him. Nope. nope. Which is really disappointing to me. I really want Ryan Fitzpatrick to just keep going with his stupid little with pool this, hustler with, scheme. Well, yeah, with the with the Fitzpatrick cycle. It's, it's one the of the greatest cycle. things of football. Well, we, we will listen. He'll get picked up, and... What makes me sad is we've been talking about this for a couple weeks and uh, in terms of like quarterback scarcity, when I'm like bemoaning Mike Glennon on the Bears and all of these other stupid decisions that these teams have made. On one level, yeah, good quarterbacks are scarce, but on another level, like mediocre quarterbacks aren't. And I mean, this is going to get into like, this is a whole nother can of worms that I'm about to open up, but... You know, like Ryan Fitzpatrick probably isn't like is probably is going to get picked up. But what about Colin Kaepernick? Right. Why hasn't Colin Kaepernick gone anywhere? Like and Spike Lee had the quote uh, over the weekend. He was like, it's 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 uh, it's hypocritical. I forget the word he used, but it's like it's 
it makes you think, you know, why hasn't he gotten why hasn't he gotten picked up anywhere? He didn't have a horrible season with the 49ers. Could it be perhaps that front offices don't maybe like the fact that he didn't want to stand for the national anthem when it's one of those weird questions where you don't know if it's necessarily because of the whole national anthem thing or if it's because of all the media baggage that comes with it that comes with right but either way that's the i mean that's the reason i think it's probably Uh, a little bit of both right well right i mean either the thing is it's like it's it's not his play you know his plays fine enough that's uh, let's fine be, enough to be, well to be i like how you had NFL, to catch right? yourself there because you're yeah. like yeah his play is oh, okay wait i am talking well, about colin kaepernick well, here. No. Let's... <laughs> i'm i'm look at look at who else is starting around this dog shit nfl right now dude like he he absolutely is good enough to be starting he would be in the bottom third, probably, of quarterbacks in the league, but he would not be the worst one. So it doesn't, it just doesn't, it doesn't, one, it doesn't make sense to me because from all I hear about, and, and the 49ers were kind of like okay with it. They were like when the media was like, oh, are you, is he a locker room cancer? They were like, no, he's actually a, a, a locker room leader. And when they kind of let him go, it's it's odd that it's odd that everyone's so scared of the media attention or scared of pissing off the people in power in our country right now because someone's taking a knee. It's it's odd that that is literally that that the that Twitter and and social media and and that's the kind of power structure uh, politically, right? is affecting personnel decisions in the NFL. I know this feels, and I know I sound tinfoil hatty right now. I, I know I do. I know I do. But that's re, that's the, that is the explanation that I can come up with that makes the most sense. Because Colin Kaepernick is a better quarterback than Mike Glennon. He just is. And I don't know offhand... I mean, I guess Colin Kaepernick would be would cost more money than Mike Glennon, possibly. But you know that that's really that's really the only explanation I have for why he hasn't gotten picked up yet. There's definitely something weird going on, and there's gonna yeah, be yeah, right. That one of the biggest issues I've always had with all this sort of crap is how many people seem to hate this, and uh, people are like stick to sports. I hate stick to sports guy. Really, people, I, if, you, if you're out there thinking like, no, stick to sports. This isn't about politics. Everything is politics. E- everything is in some way politics. Politics is everything. And yeah. the biggest problem I've always had with the stick to sports people, if you like mention like you're a political opinion on Twitter mm-hmm. or something like that, mm-hmm. then they're, they're slick, and if you're a traditionally sports. a sports person, yeah. other people will be like, stick to sports, stick to sports. The problem is that the worst part about all of it is pretty much everyone who yells at you for that it's basically yelling at you for that because they disagree with your political opinion. Right. Not because they want you to stay quiet about it because I can, I can almost guarantee you if all the comments I've gotten about stick to sports over the years, and I, for the most part, I do stick to sports. Mm -hmm. I, I'm, I mostly because they're kind of my escape from the harsh realities (laughs) of life. (laughs) There you go. But yeah, so I usually do stick to sports, but every once in a while I'll get heated about something. It's normally a topic somehow related to the sport that's going on. Yeah. But every once in a while, I'll spout, like, I don't know, like, I don't like Trump or something like that. And people will be like, stick to sports. I mm-hmm. And I can guarantee you that if I had been like, yeah, well, fuck Hillary, I'd get an inverse reaction. I'd get a different bunch of people telling me to stick to sports. And the people telling me to stick to sports would be retweeting me and favoriting. Yeah. So it's, it's yeah. all kind of bullshit. Yeah. So don't tell people to stick to sports. Like, I know it's not comfortable bringing up politics, but politics are everywhere. Politics are part of everything it everything is political in some way so stick to sports guys uh shut the fuck up i was gonna say we could do a very quick like ranking of of like sports fan archetypes or like twitter sports fan archetypes and i think stick to sports guy is probably well do you think he is uh stick to sports guy is Better or worse than well, actually, guy. 
because I think it's worse. I think stick to sports guy is worse than well actually guy. Uh, I don't it's know. Tough. I think it's I tough. think well actually guy might be worse because I do think that there is a a small percentage of stick to sports guys who are basically angry that they're seeing uh, political opinions in their sports coverage when really they're kind of seeing they kind of come to sports for the same reason I do where they sure, try and get away get from away it. From... They don't always want to think about it. Mm-hmm. So I think there is some section of that or like at least some part of that there. So I think stick so to sports guys a little bit. I can okay. I can empathize a little bit. I think the worst is people who send death threats to players for performing oh. <laughs> badly on their fantasy team. Oh, sure. That yeah. is that yeah. is the worst. That's so unbelievable. I <laughs> If you if you get that angry about some guy not performing well on your fantasy team and you start sending him death threats or you start attacking like his wife or something like that on Twitter. You are the scum of the earth. Really? Really? I have no empathy for you there. No, None. come on. Come on. Terrible. Let's bring it back to Geno Smith. For yeah, second. let's let's bring it back to Geno Smith. And Sorry, keep we it political just to keep things exciting. Some, some A little fun tidbit about Geno Smith on the Giants is that the Giants are the only team left in the NFL that have yet to start a black quarterback. Really? Yes. I did not know Until that. Until this past year, it was the Giants and the Patriots, but the Patriots had to start Jacoby Biscuits. That's right. So they they got ticked off the list. And two years ago, the Colts were finally knocked off the list because they had to play Josh Freeman for a game. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So the okay. Giants are the only team left in the NFL that have not started a black quarterback. For and a some people have thrown game? this. A single game. Jesus. Not started. So... I've had a couple people throw this at me on Twitter every once in a while. I think when I started making Jacoby Biscuits jokes about yeah, how there's actually yeah. a black guy at quarterback for the Patriots. Mm-hmm. And people are just like, well, the Giants haven't started one either. And they're saying it as if this somehow makes the Giants racist or makes these other teams less racist or something right, like that. Right. And I, it's, it's just kind of a fun trivia fact. It doesn't really mean anything. Because, mm-hmm. number one... There have been there have been five teams that have gotten their first black starting quarterback since Eli started, and as we all know, once wow. Eli started in two thousand four, well, he has not missed a game. Yeah, yeah, he that's has that's not the thing. A single <laughs> right. start. Five. They haven't had the chance. Have to... happened since Eli got the start, and mm-hmm. ten of them have happened since two thousand, which uh, ten is basically a third of the league. Yeah. Yeah, And this is all uh, another reminder about this fact is this is just started a game, not became like a starting quarterback, right. just like yeah. start a game. Like in yeah. 2013, the Packers started Seneca Wallace for a game because mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers was hurt. Mm-hmm. Like that was it. God, like if, that, if Aaron Rodgers Wallace, hadn't gotten Jesus hurt, Christ. the Packers would still be on this same list outside right. one game of Seneca yep. Wallace. Yep. 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 And um, another thing is Warren Moon is like, three different teams yep. first black quarterback <laughs> yep, yep. starter <laughs> for sure so absolutely it's kind well, of a fun goofy fact it's it doesn't mean any sort of racial undertones to any sort of team it's just well, kind to of a any weird fact. team I, w- yeah. I would i would i would say that i would say that it does imply uh, a level of bias in, like inherent in the nfl you know yes. what i mean a, like, a wider problem than like the right. giants it's, being racist. It's 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 not that it's not that the giants haven't started a black quarterback. It's that they're like it it is harder for a black man to be. A I'd be really interested to you know see the I mean? stats for um, teams that have started a black quarterback for a season. Oh, sure. not a game, not like yeah. a throwaway game, but like a season. Yes, yeah. I I feel like I can almost count on like just under 10 like the amount of times it's happened it's probably uh like randall cunningham mm-hmm. uh cam newton russell wilson yep uh uh michael vick vick you got vick you got um... warren moon was probably one of them yeah yeah uh... but yeah we're already start struggling to come up with another black quarterback that would have started an entire season well, there's mcnab like... yeah mcnab well well i mean that's why um that's why deadspin try like put together that whole like the big book of black quarterbacks because it's it i mean it is and has been a problem uh in in the league so yeah like if if someone throws the irony of that book that the book isn't very big well yes actually (laughs) that's like the the slightly undersized book of black quarterbacks yeah i'm (laughs) 
<laughs> Absolutely. The smaller than it should be book of black quarterbacks. Let's 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 say let's say that. Anyway, the Giants are going to continue to be the most racist team for another 3 years mm-hmm. until Eli finally decides he doesn't want to throw the ball anymore. <laughs> so let's <laughs> move on from quarterbacks and politics for a little bit here. Marshawn Lynch is I was gonna, being uh, yep. courted by the Raiders. Uh, this and it kind of sounds like it's it might has a pretty good chance of happening. Well, everyone thought it was a, like a joke until very recently. Everyone was like, "Oh, it's you know the NFL rumor mill." Blah 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 blah. The funny thing is, this is, we've already kind of forgotten that this is sort of how Marshawn Lynch operates. Yeah, there were rumors that he'd retire, and then everyone's like, "Nah, that's just a stupid rumor." And then he hangs his cleats up, and he's yeah. like, "Oh, he's yeah. actually gone." Yeah, Marshawn Lynch is he he operates so differently than every other human being on the planet. Well, he I he I feel like he he's oddly a straight shooter in some ways, but not in others. I I, I don't know. I it's Marshawn it's, Lynch it's is a national treasure. He is. He is, he is and, a national treasure. And to have him on the Raiders, like him on the Raiders would instantly make that team one of the most fun teams to watch in the goddamn nation. Yes. And I think a lot of people are excited for him as the Raiders because the Raiders are his hometown team. Yes. He's from Oakland. Yes. He's he's proudly from Oakland. Like that's that's his thing. So him on the Raiders makes a shit ton of sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If it happens, and there have been rumors that he's quietly tried to get a trade from the Seahawks because the Seahawks still own the rights to him for another two years or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know what's going to happen with Marshall Lynch. I, part of me hopes he does go, and part of me hopes that he just continues to just do whatever he's been doing, which is just randomly show up places and mm-hmm. Be Marshawn Lynch. Did you He's... see that Skittles commercial they had before the Super Bowl? Yes. Where he went to Scotland, yes. Houston, Scotland, and just interacted with Scottish people. Yep. It was the best thing ever. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Oh my god! And he, didn't he, he get he got like fitted for a kilt or something? He walked into a kilt shop and he mm. looked at the guy in the kilt and says like, "Yeah, I I do a yeah. little bit of fashion. I would wear that though." Oh my god and then like it it ends with him like talking to the kill person just like man there's a lot of motherfucking history in this town <laughs> and he says it like the most sincere way so but, good. And the, the, the guy is just like shell-shocked <laughs> at the language and just he's such a character i love marshawn lynch I, to death i think he i think he couldn't stop being marshawn lynch if he tried and it makes me very very happy that it's it's just him you know, and he might be the most pure person I've ever seen. Like, it, like, th- like there's the sort of the joke that Jay Cutler doesn't care, mm-hmm. but Jay Cutler has a like a not care in kind of a antagonistic way. He also whereas, does. I care, don't give like a, I don't care about you. So yeah. fuck off. Whereas Marshawn Lynch seems like he genuinely doesn't give a crap what anyone else thinks, and he's just mm-hmm. is himself whenever he wants to be all the time. Yeah, it's 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 inspiring, really. Again, I think the closest thing we have to that in the NFL may be Gronk, right? Probably Gronk. Who, who I, just agree who, with that. who is unapologetically Gronk? He will never change. He what just... other dude is going to be in a press conference making 69 jokes? God. That... <laughs> I mean, you, no you other player would have the balls NASCAR. to do that. Jesus Christ. Yeah. No, but it's not even balls. It's I, I don't think it's balls. I think it's just he has to. Innocence. He couldn't. No. Gronkowski <laughs> could not not make a 69 joke there because if he didn't make a 69 joke there, then he wouldn't be Gronk. Right, it's a chicken and egg situation. It's it is his blessing and his curse. It's also neither because it's just who he is. So was the sixty nine before Gronk, or was Gronk before the sixty nine? There you go. There you go. Which which? As it's your question, first? you can't make a Gronk with a sixty nine. <laughs> so uh, so be yourself, kids. Maybe you'll turn be yourself. out to be yourself. Maybe you'll look turn up out to, to Marshawn Lynch. Awesome. Yeah, not to Gronk probably, but <laughs> but Marshawn Lynch. Manti Teo. Mm-hmm. Remember the him? Yeah, he's good. He's a good, he's a good, no! good, good football man. I th- I think good is probably. I th- I'd say mediocre. Okay, sure. As of as of recording this, there are a lot of rumors of him to the Saints, yeah. and the only reason I bring this up because really no one cares about Manti Teo anymore is because yeah. I'm just picturing him on the phone with the Saints, being like, 
you guys really are the saints, right? Oh, God. <laughs> Not again. Not this fucking shit again, please. <laughs> It re- like his agent and everything says that he signs with the Saints. The Saints are like, we're not talking to him. And yeah, Taylor's like, gonna... oh no, <laughs> I've no, been duped again. Not again. And then like freeze frame and you know credits roll. Just and another, just a sitcom of Mante Teo getting catfished by something else every other week. Oh my god, I would watch that so hard. I would watch that TV show. That would be appointment viewing. Mante Teo does his taxes. He went to H and. Um, C block. <laughs> <laughs> oh, peas. Now I have to do my taxes all over again. Oh, no. Someone stole my finances. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, guess, I guess I'll just have to take a bloober back home. Oh, wait a minute. That's not what that app is. Oh, peas. That's his what, He goes to now. the seafood oh, market peas. and the seafood guy... Like tries to sell him a nice fish, and he's just like, "Hey, this is a delicious salmon, Manti. D- this delicious salmon." Uh, Manti takes it home, follows the salmon recipe, eats it. He's like, "This doesn't taste like salmon at all." And he finds out he's been literally catfished. Oh, peas! It's a catfish. <laughs> <laughs> this this should have been deep fried and served, <laughs> and served with a mayonnaise based sauce. <laughs> 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 Some sort of remoulade or something. <laughs> oh. Manti Teo was probably the most fun I've had on Twitter. Yeah, it's it's very easy. Those, those it's very like, easy. Uh, 48 or 72-ish hours when that story broke. Yeah. That yeah. was the most fun I've ever had on Twitter. It's, it was, it the was a best very thing. good, good moment in in sports Twitter. I should go back and like, <laughs> like, look at roundups of like best Manti Teo tweets or best tweets about the Manti Teo scandal, and uh, and just relive that moment in time because it was a good one. That was a great moment, Sam. Yes, there's some very exciting news that I know you're excited about. Are, are you Are you talking about? No, no, you keep your mouth shut. Okay. I have to introduce this. Okay. So there's a new guest on Sunday NFL Countdown on ESPN. Oh, see, I thought you were going to talk about how uh, how the Jets signed Josh McCown, the best. Oh, that happened? <laughs> yeah, I didn't the, know Jets, that happened. the Jets. The Jets signed McCown. Why, uh, wait, York, why are you excited about this? Because because I'm not excited about it, but uh, every. Why did you think time, that I was? Because of McCown Town, man. Chicago is McCown Town, or was for like, you know, a year. You you remember when Chicago was McCown Town? It, it was a it, it was, was a good like moment. an ironic week when he had a good game. He had like two good games. He had one and a half good games. So it started out ironically when Cutler went down, and then he actually played well, and then it was not ironic anymore. If you saw anyone like I, if I ever tweeted McCown Town during that stretch, it was not ironic. I was literally being like, "Yeah, let's start Josh McCown." If any Chicago, if, if any Chicagoan, if any Bears fan tells you that they used McCown Town in that period of time, ironically, they are fucking lying to you. So don't believe them. <laughs> but please tell me about tell tell me about this new guest on Sunday Night Countdown because so is, there is uh, a new guest on Sunday Night Countdown. Mm-hmm. This is a thing that we have loudly and proudly yes. wanted yes. pretty much since the beginning. We have said it multiple times. We've said this while he was coaching. Seriously, yes. like <laughs> the one of the new hosts on Sunday NFL Countdown. One of the new guests. It's Rex Ryan. Rex fucking Ryan. Thank you, Thank football God. gods. Thank God. I, it's going to be so damn good. I, I'm, And instantly I'm going to, like, the bad news is that Wolfman Rob apparently isn't, like, I haven't seen any news about him joining on set. He's Although, just going to be the guy who hangs out behind the set just, and everyone's <laughs> like, how did you get here? Yeah, yeah, going to the going to the craft services table. They they're all they're all coming off set. All the donuts are gone. 
friggin', friggin' just a couple of like wispy strands of white hair on the plate where the donuts once were, and everyone's like, "Oh well." And Wolf then Manti Teo comes again. over to the table, is like, "I was told there was... were snacks." <laughs> oh man, poor guy. Oh man, Ty Teo. Oh, there you go. There you go. There it is. That's the name of the show. That is the name of the oh, sitcom. Oh man, Ty Teo. Yeah. Yes. There it is. Perfect. Got it. <laughs> and it, Got it's it. like it's like a screenshot of him just like putting his hand like like face palming like oh I'm yeah. fooled again. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, Ty Teo. Good. <laughs> Uh, what's funny about the ESPN contract uh, or the the whole uh, NFL Sunday countdown thing is that because of Rex Ryan's contract with the Bills, there's some sort of non-compete clause that involves other. Well, NFL the Bills teams. sure didn't compete. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> okay, please continue. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> ESPN is pretty much going to be paying the Bills uh, until. <laughs> Paying the bills. Oh yeah, yeah. I did. I didn't even mean to do that. I didn't mean to do that. Oh, dang. So like, ESPN is pretty much ESPN is buying out Rex Ryan's bills contract because the bills have to pay uh, Rex Ryan, I think, through 2019 because of the deal or something that he has signed, and ESPN then because of the contract, ESPN has to pay the Bills owners his 5.5 million annual salary until 2019. So it's very circuitous. It's pretty much like, yeah, in essence, like the the thing I'm looking at is explaining how Rex Ryan's ESPN salary is pretty much just going to be going to the Bills, which is really funny because... Usually this kind of shit happens with other NFL teams, like contract buyouts and, and the like. There's a, there was a clause in the, the contract that Rex Ryan apparently signed in the whatever like non-compete agreement that included announcing and analytics and, and that kind of shit as if they can knew. Can you imagine Rex Ryan talking numbers? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, I can. Yes, I can. And... I want, <laughs> I want so badly. Rex Ryan to go into detailed QBR breakdown. Yes, or oh. contract negotiations have been oh. like, oh Jesus, please, please, please. I, I still, we, we introduced the idea for this on this show, um, and it was a show called R and R, which uh, was a show with three, three hosts. It was uh, Rex Ryan, Wolfman Rob, and like. A bottle of Grand Marnier or something, or a bottle of Jack, is some or wild turkey. It was, it was, it was like I the, can't remember the, the specific. The most redneck liquor we could think. It, of. it might have been Mad Dog. It might have been Mad Dog 2020. Um, either way, uh, I still want that show to happen where Rex Ryan, Rob Ryan, and a bottle of redneck alcohol, like a bottle of moonshine or something, just talk football things for. I kind of want to. Sh- I hope that Rex Ryan isn't like in the booth. I kind of hope they send him out as like a field reporter because well, I feel like that would be the most entertaining to see him yeah, play like the, the Aaron Andrews kind of role where he's just going out and he's just randomly talking to people. Right. Interviewing yeah. them. Yeah. Just just the kind of crap he would ask. Well, it's also because like I don't want uh, if I'm going to be watching NFL Sunday Countdown and Rex Ryan's there, I'm not going to want to be watching anyone else there who is not Rex Ryan. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and well, the thing and is, like, Sunday NFL Countdown be has the become table. the most watchable show ever because it's got Randy Moss, Matt That's Hasselbeck. True. That's true. It, like, they, they've got nothing but good people there. Yeah, yeah. And 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 somehow, like, Chris Berman has, had gotten better, too. You know, possibly being around, like, talent and people who are actually kind of fun yeah. To, to be around, I guess. Uh, so yeah, yeah. I guess, I, I guess that makes sense. I just, I'm, I am, I'm very excited, and because I'm very excited, I'm also very nervous that it's gonna somehow suck. You know, what I mean, I, I just hope they let him off his leash. Yeah, that's when yeah. he's going to be the best. Yes, I, I'm yes. worried that he'll last like six episodes and then he'll say something wrong, 
that yeah, gets a don't. bunch of fever and they have to fire him. I yeah, I guess. But here's the thing: is that like it's not like he. I mean, if Terry Bradshaw can camera. survive say, describing Reggie Bush as running away from the cops or something, yeah, yeah. Well, was it that or was it running like he's got like fried chicken hands? Or I, Terry Bradshaw said something really racist. Was and it? He was, was it? Fine. Was that how cop speed? Running away from the cop speed. Yeah, I don't know and, if that, and that was that might have been it. Yeah, was it? Yeah, yeah. That's how the nickname came out. So it wasn't. Um, it was. Uh, it was. Oh God. Oh God. Who's cop speed? Fuck me. Not. He has a very similar last name. Starts with J. David Johnson. Cop speed. Maybe. Cop speed running back. I'm looking this up so I don't sound like an idiot on the podcast that I co-host. <laughs> Too late. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm not going to edit any of this out so everyone hears your thought process fail. Uh, I'm I'm aware. I'm aware. Chris Johnson. Not David Chris Johnson. Johnson. Fuck me, idiot. Yeah. That was not... It wasn't Terry Bradshaw. It was Gus Johnson who, who said he's... He said, He's got getting away from the cops speed. Touchdown. <laughs> no, I think Terry Bradshaw says something about Reggie Bush and fried chicken. Okay. That's I, I think I, he that's like worse, said like he like described say. like a celebration as like bucket of fried chicken or maybe he's like running to KFC or so. Uh, it it's something to do with fried chicken and Reggie Bush. Oh Jesus. I can't remember the exact wording. You could look that up while yeah. you're looking things up. No, I'm not Why don't going you look to. It up? No, I'm not going to. That that's not okay. But Have yeah, it in I, your search history, Sam. I don't want to. Uh, <laughs> but here's here's the th- other thing, though. It's not like Rex Ryan. I mean, he's done press conferences, right? He he's he knows what not to say in front of cameras, while still being himself. I I think I think it'll be fine. I just. I'm I'm worried that it'll be a scenario where ha- having the camera on him for that long in that kind of a different scenario, it just he's not as charming. You know, he's not as he's not his charming self. We'll have to find out. We will. As I'm, of, I'm excited. I'm, to. I'm excited. A couple of short bits of news before we get to the funniest bit of news. Uh, Dontari Poe went to the Falcons. Um, JPP yep. signed a long-term contract with the Giants. Finally. Good for him. the The funniest thing about that was he. There were Ian Rappaport like broke the news that he was signing a long term deal, and then JPP went on Twitter just like I didn't sign nothing. What are you talking about? <laughs> and and four four hours later, she was like, "Now it's official, lol." Like he was just screwing with everybody. It was great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think JPP has a personal vendetta against the media and reporters after uh, Adam Schefter tweeted his freaking. Yeah, medical his records. medical records. Yeah, have we? Have, has everyone just kind of forgotten about that? I'm pretty sure they settled. Okay, so they it went hush hush. Okay, but yeah, yeah. Adam Schefter sh- tweeted JPP's medical records, which is effed up. Yeah, yeah, and also illegal. D- never also, forget. Yeah, yeah. Never like, forget. Fuck, fuck Adam Schefter, and fuck also like his doctors who whoever leaked that shit to to Shefty. It's not like it, that wouldn't have come out in in the news anyway. I, yeah. So, one other bit. Uh, uh, Robert, Roberto Aguayo is getting some competition mm-hmm. in camp, and the Bucks yeah. GM was like, he's not so, he wasn't so good last year. And, you know, <laughs> the same GM who traded up in the second round to draft him. Draft a kicker. Oh, poor guy. It just sucks uh. so much for Aguayo, man. He was never, as soon as they drafted or they traded up to draft him, he was in an absolutely no win scenario. It, and it it just sucks, sucks, sucks to be you. Sorry. It doesn't matter. He could have been perfect this year. It wouldn't. They have still overdrafted it, it, him. They still overdrafted him. You and don't draft kickers in the second round. Why trading the hell up. would you? Yeah, really. God you, you fucking damn it. Jesus Christ. And I, everyone's always gonna be like, "Well, what about Sebastian Janikowski?" And I haven't done it yet, but. If I make a comic about this, which I'm pretty sure I'm going to do for Thursday, I'm going to go look up the draft with Janikowski in it, and I'm going to look up who he was drafted before, and I'm going to find out what reasonable players the Raiders could have had and still gotten Janikowski. Because I'm pretty sure there are some decent players they could have gotten and Janikowski. So Mm -hmm. using Janikowski as the example is kind of stupid. 
Right. It's true. That's very true. So I, Sam. Yes, I do real quick before before we get into the the you know fun good like awesome story. I do want to uh we there there were two sad bits of news today and this isn't like this isn't a bit. I'm not like uh leading up to a a funny g- good time joke, but um I I want to uh, condolences to families of Dwight Clark and Gail Sayers. Um Dwight Clark, the the receiver famously known for the catch, uh, he's been diagnosed with ALS, unfortunately. Uh, our hearts go out to him and his family. You know, we hope that better days are ahead for both him and Gail Sayers, who was confirmed to have dementia. Um, these are important things to mention about the sport that we love. You know, if, if we're, if we're going to talk about the, the funny and fun, great stuff, we, I, I feel like it is important to be aware of of this other stuff if if for no other reason than to hopefully stop it someday <laughs> somehow and that's 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 sam, my terrible that's my terrible sam, like i know stick to sports sam. <laughs> there we go but yeah no in all in all seriousness you know our condolences to the to the family um and you know we do hope that that better days are ahead and they get the help that they they need so anyway, gonna hop on this segue right here and do a wheelie and a kickflip. Dave, you were about to say uh, uh, we had a, another story. Well, before Sam made us really, really depressed, <laughs> we have a delightful story. We do. We do. They found Tom Brady's jersey. Uh-huh. But 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 Dave, where but did Sam, where what? did they find it? And how did they find it? And who, pray tell, stole it? Well, they found it in Mexico. Okay. They found it was it was stolen by a guy whose okay. name I don't currently guy. know. <laughs> who okay. happened to be a member of the press who has been to multiple Super Bowls. Yep. Yep. But here's where it gets cool. Uh-huh. Now, I I heard this listening to a sports show on the way home. I don't know how much of it is true because I'm recording it like right after I got home from work. I'm sure by by the time this podcast comes live, all the all the details will probably be out. And remember, please drink every time we get something wrong in the next yeah. five minutes. Yeah. But apparently this guy has not only stolen Tom Brady's jersey from the Falcons game, he's stolen a little bit more over the course of his mm-hmm. Super Bowl press career. He has also stolen Tom Brady's jersey from the Seahawks Super Bowl. Yep. Makes me wonder why nobody cared about finding Tom Brady's jersey then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> why it's such a big deal this time. Yeah, right, right. He's also apparently stolen Von Miller's helmet from the Broncos Super Bowl. From Super Bowl 50, yep. So this guy's thing is basically going to the Super Bowl, using his press pass to do press stuff, walking into locker rooms and just walking away with shit he he is a real life james bond and that is all i the boldest opinion. collector of them all there's apparently I, footage of him walking into the locker room empty-handed and walking back out with something under his arm are you serious yeah that's amazing Again, this is, i'm just parroting what i heard on the radio this is this might not be true or whatever but uh, yes that's what i heard <laughs> and i hope to god it's true because that's amazing I, <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is great. Uh he apparently resigned. Uh this guy apparently resigned about a week ago on the uh 14th of March. Uh mm. he, he Maybe he smelled people on his trail. Yeah, maybe maybe um There's also a rumor that he stole some cleats from mm-hmm. other Super Bowls, but I think that was unconfirmed from my unconfirmed radio listening. Sure. So But yeah, this guy he he's he's a Super Bowl memorabilia master. I I I am so sad that this guy got caught. I I want I want this story to continue. I want him. I want him to I be want, like an international sports Carmen San Diego. Well, so how about how about this? How about this? If you are a, a member of the international sports media, um, uh, I'm I just checked with uh in, in intentional soundings lawyers and they they say that I can definitely say this on a podcast. If you're the member a member of the international sports media and you get uh press 
credentials to any sort of championship game, go ahead and just steal shit. It will make you the coolest person in the world. You can build, like, in your den, just have a shrine to your heists, your sports heists. Fucking just, just the collector. Yeah, yeah. You, you could, you could call yourself the collector. You, you can't. the The unfortunate thing is, you can't sell it because then it's less cool. Everyone knows. Yeah, one. It's one. Everyone knows. Two. It's a lot less cool. Uh, you don't get. You, you don't have like your wall trophies or whatever. Real talk, though. You think they're gonna be? There's gonna be a thirty for thirty on this. I, I don't know. I think if it had gone on longer, maybe. maybe yeah, maybe, maybe. As it is, this was kind of like a dumb joke story for so long. Yeah. And it kind of makes me wonder how much sports shit has been stolen from championship games and stuff like that oh, over the years. And this is the first lot. time we've ever really cared because Tom Brady or whatever. Well, so I know that they're in baseball, there's like, you know, winning home runs, like walk off home runs in playoff games and in the World Series. There's something about like you need to return them or something like the sec- security guards will come and find you. And I think there, there was a story about like people like getting away and like keeping the ball. Although there's no way you really know because how the fuck do you tell a baseball from another baseball or whatever? Well, I, they usually have impact marks. It's, it's actually kind of identifiable. Well, right. When it but, comes to baseball. But, but I mean like, not how, to how, just completely no, shit all over you. So no, you know. I mean like from a foul ball or like, or like the, you know, this, this, this was the, the, uh, the dinger that Kyle Schwarber hit in game seven of the world series and not just the fucking, the, the one that someone else just fouled up into the stands, you know, in, in the, middle of the third inning so like i i there's there's some there's some shit with that i don't it's just all so commodified now you know it's it's like you you buy bits of lebron james's jersey like championship jersey you buy the hairs from... that he's lost slowly over the course of yeah, his forehead. yeah yeah like you buy that shit in sky mall now you know or or you would if Skymole didn't go belly up, but that you you know what I mean? That's that's the kind of thing that it all is. Like sports memorabilia is such a shitty shitty like area. It was kind of ruined with eBay. It to- it totally was, but it somehow made it even shittier now. Yeah. That like that like now you don't know, really know what's fake or not. And also, people are... Uh, There's just legions of kids lined up yep. to get autographs that are yep. that are just, like, slaves of a parent who's using them to get autographs so he yep. can sell them. sell them on eBay. And then, and then there's, and then there's the, 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 poor, <laughs> the poor six-year-old at the back of the line, like... <laughs> Who actually just wants his hero's autograph. Yeah, really, <laughs> wearing his, like, wearing his... Prince Fielder jersey, trying to see him at like a like a, a Detroit Tigers retired players event, and, and and like the equivalent of ticket scalpers all in line in front of him, wearing a baseball hat that's like three sizes too big, and it's kind of sadly drooping over his eyes. And now, uh, and now I'm depressed again. So, so there we go. Uh, steal things from sports games. My lawyer said I could say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it just sad that you sort of, if you're a player and you go back into your locker room and you don't have this important jersey that you thought you'd have, and yeah, then that, you're that like, I've been catfished <laughs> again. <laughs> yeah, see, I almost My had jersey's gone. I was told it would be here. Yeah, yeah. Also, like, fuck that. Like, I, I just thought, like, oh, you know, it would be nice to have some memorabilia from the game. You fucking have a ring, idiot. Fucking shut up. Whatever. What's, what's really important as... Is that this as, dude is going to be on, on like, charge with, like, hundreds of yeah, thousands of dollars, potentially. Yeah, I'm, I'm reading an article now, and, and they're like, if he is charged. I'm like, oh, oh, so it's an if. It's an if. You... Oh, okay. Well, maybe he's like, I don't know how this happened. I I just <laughs> came into my house and there's yeah, a Tom, there's Brady, a Tom Brady, jersey Brady jersey on my wall. Yeah, that's a 
it's a terrible Mexican accent. It is. But also, like, it's terrible enough that it isn't racist, I think. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we should we should loop it back, I think, because because you were you were you were your intro of me this week was inspired by uh by the john yes so speaking of intros let's talk about where we do our outros yeah oh there you go oh nice there's there's the best segue i didn't even that we'll ever have on this show that was really good dude (laughs) so sam i think we should rank something now yeah let's 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 rank things that we do and read Mm-hmm. When we're taking a poop. Okay. I so. What's your go-to material when you gotta go? Well, m- material, cause I mean, for everyone, it's the cell phone. Cell phone is number one. Yeah. So it's sort of taken over. Is that is that on the table, or are you talking about specific publications, or are you talking about like, you know, no, if I if I want something that is made of dead trees, you know. Well, let's let's put the cell phone out for now okay. because the cell phone is okay. such a wide category. Yeah. So let's let's eliminate the cell phone and keep it to um, more regular what we used to do before cell phones sure. existed. Sure. So no Game Boy. That works too. Uh, number number one for me. See, I can't do Sudoku. I can't do crossword puzzles. If I can't. Listen, man. When when I am when I am uh, doing my business, right? I'm focusing on doing my business. <laughs> so, so that's that's that. I I usually. So do you not read anything? I do, I do. But I'm not going to. I'm not going to strain my mind while I'm also straining other parts of my body. Uh, so you can cut that out. You get a you full body to. workout that's- though. <laughs> Yeah, head to ass. <laughs> um, I I do I like to do usually uh, like collections of stories. Whether that's like a magazine, like if I you know sometimes I take Esquire into the bathroom um, or like Sports Illustrated. I subscribe to Lucky Peach, and I'll be talking about Lucky Peach a lot in the next couple weeks because Lucky Peach I think has some of the best writing ever in any. Um, vein uh it it happens to be a food magazine so don't take i wouldn't take that <laughs> into the bathroom with me uh because that's kind of weird just like hmm i'm expelling food yeah, and thinking about food yeah, at the same time and i'm no no it doesn't really it doesn't really work uh so but also lucky peaches is closing up shop soon and that makes me very sad but yeah so so my number one would probably be a magazine in the vein of Esquire or Sports Illustrated, some sort of entertainment-focused magazine, perhaps Electronic Gaming Monthly or uh, The Rolling Stone, some, something like that. Magazines feel like they're custom-built to be read while you're on the porcelain throne. Well, cause, because it's like it is literally the same reason... You're reading them for the same reason that you read them while while you're in the waiting room, you know, at the doctor. It is a very similar situation. Yeah, I take dumps in the waiting room all the time. Oh, dude, yeah. <laughs> How about you? How about you? What's your <laughs> what's your go to? I'm going to say um, local alternative weekly papers. Oh, oh, so like um, in in Chicago, yep. we have DNA info. Here we have the uh, Willamette Week and we have the Portland Mercury. Okay. And I pretty much go in them. Usually I don't care about the main articles. I'm usually reading the movie reviews. <laughs> oh, sure. Yo, oh my God. <laughs> you know what that reminds me? Holy shit. So, wh- okay. So Speaking he- of shit. Well, yeah, oh. yeah. But here's, no, let's get into this shit right now. What if you don't have... You're, what if you ran like it's an emergency, man? You ran to the bathroom. You don't have your cell phone. You don't have reading materials for whatever reason. If you have that little fucking bougie ass basket next to your shitter, it it is it's empty. It's empty. What do you do? Probably try and clean my fingernails. Okay, because what I do, and I think I am not alone on this, is I will grab like. 
I will grab literally a bottle of shampoo and read the ingredients. And I know I'm not the only one who's done this. I know I'm not the only I've one who's done, done it. this. I've done it. This is. I feel like this is like a weird thing that <laughs> that people do. You got nothing. You got to read something. Yeah, it's you are any port in a storm. And then, well, one first, like the the cause of the problem is any port in a storm. And then when you're when you're sitting on the porcelain throne, then any port in a storm. I have read the back of. Of a single, like, Garnier Fructis bottle of shampoo that doesn't even belong to me so many times. It's, it's, it's... No more tears, uh, Sam. Yeah, no more tears. I read a lot of no more tears (laughs) labels. Sure, sure. (laughs) It's underrated. Johnson, it's a family company. Underrated, underrated uh, bathroom. So here's a question. Yeah. What if it's emergency at, like, work? And you don't have your phone with you. Oh, Jesus. Well, I mean, then you just got a deal, right? Don't you? I mean, I, I, I think, like... Then you're basically going caveman style, because the caveman didn't read anything. No. I mean, you can, like, if you're lucky, there's graffiti, like, on the on the stall. But also, if you're at work, like, that probably reflects poorly on your workplace. So, yeah. so there's that. Yeah, if there's graffiti in your stall at work, then... That's the kind of workplace where you probably don't want to be taking a dump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, sometimes there's graffiti, and it's like only like just like a scrawled like, or or you know you get the poster, you get like the poster on the inside of the of the stall that's telling you. About, I've never like, had that. Really, I've never had a poster on the inside of my stall. I, well, because they're usually when I used to work in an office, they were usually like like clockwork. They were on. Uh, the outside of some of the stalls, the inside of some of the stalls, and above all the urinals. And it was, like, stupid, like... Sticking a poster on the back side of a stall seems like a brilliant it, marketing it, strategy. Oh, my God. Dude, if... So, we should... That's how we you're going to read that shit. That is how we well, should advertise should. The, this podcast, Dave. You need to make a flyer. You need to make, like, a slick flyer. And I will literally go to public Intentional bathrooms. Intentional sounding. It's the best thing to listen to while you're poop. Yep. 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 Oh, my God. Yes. Dude, we, you, we should actually do this. Like, <laughs> like the top is the top is like bored or something like you're not doing anything else right now. Or do you want to listen to something? I like fucking <laughs> you, you, you forgot your newspaper. Listen to intentional sounding. And we should just start every future podcast with, hey, welcome from the John that you're supposedly found this from. I I will seriously, if you make this flyer, I will go around Chicago to public restrooms with tape. And I will put this on the inside of public restrooms. (laughs) Hmm. If I have the time, I might actually I, take you up on this. I, this 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 will be great. And th- here's the thing: if 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 we follow through on this, we have to next week. We have to be like we're gonna have so many disappointed people. I know, I know, right? <laughs> we well, we have to we have to be like, hey, if you if 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 you're listening to us because of our unique guerrilla marketing strategy of defacing public bathrooms. <laughs> Please tweet at us. We want to know if it worked. <laughs> at All right. At Drop Lake Sam. At Sam okay, Sam. Yes. Let's bust out the cell phone now. Okay, we got the Since cell phone. Since that is how the modern man mm-hmm. releases the tension. Yep. What is your... When you go in, what's the first thing you pull up on your phone? The first thing I pull up on your first instinct. My first. What's, what's your instinct? My first instinct is usually well. It does depend. I'll say it depends. But my first instinct is usually Deadspin. Uh, my second instinct is Shorties, and Shorties is a crossword app, which I know I said I don't like filling out crosswords on like pen and paper in the bathroom. For some reason, it being on my phone makes it like better or like and not as because you know. can correct your mistakes yeah yeah it's not as and i can always just like put it down at any time um so yeah it's either it's either i go to like deadspin or like or kotaku or like jezebel or some some usually some gawker media website uh and 
and then it's and then it's crossword and then occasionally fire emblem heroes how about you i instinctively well first it's always twitter oh anytime i pull up my phone it's pretty much always twitter first twitter is very good shitting reading material it's it's just so easily it's so easily digestible That's that's but a good that's a good. If it's instinct. not Twitter, if I feel like I'm gonna be there for a decent period of time, uh huh, uh huh, I usually bust out a free cell. Oh shit! At man, that free cell is the that's bomb. Really good. I Games normally about last about three minutes long. Um, that's you can normally get, if 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 it's a quick poop, you got one game of free cell. If it's a longer poop, you got two, maybe three games of free cell. You could usually finish like the like the games on the apps come now. They have like daily challenges and stuff like that. So it's like, hey, put this many black cards into the discard pile before you solve this the rest of the puzzle. And mm-hmm. so it gives you like a little challenge. It's perfect for pooping. It's also free cell, baby. It's also like that three minute window is the perfect time period for like if you're playing a phone game on on the shitter, the the danger and maybe not danger, maybe it's a plus for you, but like the danger is like you start playing Tetris and you're actually doing really good and you don't fucking want to get up until you finish this game of Tetris and suddenly you've been you know, it's it's a two minute poop and a ten minute bathroom break. Which isn't a, which isn't the worst thing in the world, but you also like that's a situation where you finally finish and you get up and you realize you've had your hands, your elbows on your legs for the past yeah. 10 there's you get a up weird and your legs kind of fell asleep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And you gotta and you, shake and you it out. Walk funny back. And everyone okay. knows. Everyone knows. What everyone just knows. Happened, right. Everyone knows the I sat on the toilet too long and now my legs are asleep. Waddle. Uh huh. Uh huh. You gotta, you gotta do that. You gotta get rid of that shit in the stall. And then if someone walks into the bathroom while you're doing it, it's even more obvious. It's bad. It's a bad scene. It's a bad scene all around. So that's that's free sell for me is like perfect because you win or lose like within four. That's minutes. really really smart. I sometimes if I feel like I'm going there for a while, I'll play Sudoku. But the risk with Sudoku is you'll get stuck mentally with one of them and you'll just be sitting there for a long period of time like why can't I figure out the next number when you really there's no reason for you to still be there right yeah very true so yeah that's my that's my go to it's usually a game of free cell or solitaire tweet at us with your favorite uh bathroom I call it stallitaire stallitaire that's awesome. That's like I, I don't know why I found that very cute. Maybe maybe because the pun was very good. Um But yeah, you should you should tweet at us uh and and give us your favorite. What do you do when you poo? I don't so I know people and this is again like Drew has talked about this on Deadspin. Um people some people like while they are shitting will look at porn on their phone. What? I don't understand how that works. I don't get you that. You must have, like, no other outlets in where you can look at porn if that's where you're looking at porn. I, I, right. Also, like, that is not, that is not a situation. Sitting on, on the toilet with, you know, my dangle out is, like, I don't. That is not a well, time maybe, where I want maybe, to have an maybe erection. Maybe that's arousing that for certain way. people, Sam. Don't no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm literally no judgment. I'm saying that while I am pooping is not a time where I want to have an erection. How about that? Like that. That you're like. <laughs> Live a little, it, Sam. No, I don't <laughs> want to do that at all. Ah, uh, gross. <laughs> I so apologize to all of our listeners. Yeah, right wow, now. this, 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 um... But yes, please, please tweet at us with, like, the hashtag, uh, poo material. No, 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 hashtag solitaire. Hashtag solitaire, I think, is a good one. Hashtag solitaire. Yeah, what, what's your solitaire? Hashtag, what's your solitaire? Good. So I think we should probably flush this. Yeah, yeah, flush it. I think, yeah, yeah, wipe up, wash our hands of this whole situation, and, uh, yeah. Get back to work. Yep. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, Sam, when you're not on the John, mm-hmm. where can we follow you? You can uh, follow me on Twitter at Sam Grzezes, S-A-M-G-R-E-S-Z-E-S. 
R-O-B-O-T-S-F-I-G-H-T-I-N-G-D-I-N-O-S-A-U-R-S-E-S on Twitch at Robots Fighting Dinosaurs. You can also follow me on Yardbarker, uh, yardbarker.com. Also do some writing for Thrillist as well. Dave? When you're not listening to me talk about what I do in the bathroom, (laughs) you can find me at DrawPlayDave on Twitter, at the DrawPlayComic on Facebook, on Patreon, and of course, on TheDrawPlay.com. We will hear you and see and listen to you next week. None of those made sense. Just go with me. Here. Yeah, we no next next week is we put hidden cameras and microphones in your house and you do the podcast. That's not happening, and that's also creepy. No, next week we should finally finally do the ranking of NFL owners in Thunderdome. Yeah, yeah, we see, we've so been kind listen, of we, offset the past couple weeks because we've, of gay hooters. We've gotten a lot of really good suggestions of um, of things to rank over the off season. Uh, NFL owners in Thunderdome is a good one. There was one like guys named Mark, I think, was was another ranking that I really want to do. Uh, so thank you for that, and please keep those coming. Uh, we we appreciate all of our listener like interaction, uh, and know know that we have not forgotten about your really good suggestions. Yes. So please keep listening, and we'll probably have a dumb, pointless ranking every week for the offseason. Yeah, yeah, it'll be like a segment. Thank you. We'll see you next week, everybody.